0: Home Selling Hero, hosted by real estate veteran Tom Didier. Each week, we break down today's ultra-hot home seller's market and give you the tips, tricks, and guidance to navigate the selling process and get the most out of selling your home. Proudly presented by the Tom Didier team. Let's jump in.
1: Greetings and Moya and everybody. Thanks for coming back to the Home Selling Hero podcast. I am your host, Tom Didier. And that pretty face in the window is my wife, <laughs> Laura. And she is our guest today because Laura is now officially a member of the team. You have been unofficially a member of the team forever. <laughs> and this year we started uh, we started Concierge Services. That's true. You are now the director of Concierge Services for the Tom Didier team. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to you for a little bit. And why don't you just take a few minutes to introduce yourself to our listeners?
2: Hi, everybody. I'm Laura, and I love being the director of concierge services because I get to work with the the sellers. And also, I do work with the agents who are selling the house, too, which is nice. I have a great relationship with the agents. Just enjoyed being a part of the team.
1: Yeah. So full transparency, this is a brand new department that we created this year in 2022. Kind of identified a few areas that, you know, you're going to be responsible for tackling. So you are going to be in charge of helping our clients arrange movers finding storage lockers, finding landscaping needs, contractor needs, utility reminders, finding cardboard boxes. Um, You're going to be handling, you have been handling a little bit our moving truck, the logistics of of providing the moving truck and signing it in and signing Mm. it out, Um, arranging for trash pickup, helping with pet needs, um, providing team-approved contractors to our clients, and most recently, something you've been doing a lot of right now is helping with we'll just call it estate type services where our clients need some help, um, removing and donating and selling all of the personal property in the house. Correct.
2: That is correct. Um, right now I'm working on a project where the owner of the home has passed away. So I'm working with an, a representative who's helping with the sale of the home. And there's choices that you have when you want to do an estate sale. You can do one online that's just online. You can do an in-person sale or you can do not really a sale at all, but you can choose to donate all the items. And what's nice is that there's different businesses that you that we can work with to make it, you know, the best situation for the seller um, or the representative, I should say. And because it's, it's what works best at that moment having good conversations with this with the representative or seller to say, you know, what are your wishes? What would you like? Do you want people in your house? Do you, Would you rather have online? Or do you want to just donate everything? Um, so it's nice to have options. And I get to work with um, the companies that offer those services, and I've really enjoyed that.
1: You pointed out, too, that this concierge service is not uh, a fee-based thing. It's something we provide for free. Now, the truth of the matter is, we Realtors, every realtor out there is a concierge. Um, Anybody with true experience in this business has gone way above and way beyond what is the traditional responsibility of a realtor to get things done. So um, I've told Laura, I've, you know, her and I have both been a concierge to all of our clients for over 27 years now. And some of them are a little bit out there. Um, Some examples of things we've done in the past is the one that came to mind when Laura and I were talking about this is I can't remember it's probably 20 years ago I had a cellar on Lake Michigan it was a cool house except that we couldn't see Lake Michigan and you know we'd stand out on his deck and we'd say the lake is there I can hear it but I can't see it and I explained to him you know we should try and open this up and he didn't really have the resources and he said well what can I do so Luckily, I knew a guy with a SkyTrack, who was a good friend of mine, still is, and I went and borrowed his SkyTrack, drove it out to the lake house, and I put my cellar up in the SkyTrack. I launched him up in the air probably 40 to 50 to 60 feet in the air with a chainsaw, and we spent an entire afternoon opening up and creating a Lake Michigan view. It was actually super fun um, because I got to operate the machinery, and I think he was enjoying it too funny thing is, it resulted in super angry neighbors or neighbors I remember that. As it turned out, we created that huge opening of Lake Michigan and the property sold immediately, if I remember correctly. It was a long, long time ago, but that's a good example of uh, concierge to the extreme. Right. But most realtors have, oh, I would say a good percentage of realtors have to have experience in helping remove personal property. And personal property is a pretty loose term. I mean, Usually it comes down to a lack of communication. It's really your agent's job to communicate with the seller like what needs to be removed prior to closing, which contract is says pretty much everything. Personal property needs to be I think the contract says all personal property and debris shall be removed before closing. If you're gonna leave something as a seller, that's totally fine as long as you communicate Ab- it
2: absolutely to your right.
1: agent. Hmm? And that agent communicates it to the buyer. You know, in this market, with such a seller's market sellers have been in the driver's seat and they've kind of been able to leave stuff behind that they don't want to deal with. Do you have any ideas or visions for how your job is going to change uh, and what other services you might find yourself doing? I
2: think the one thing that we've you know, said that we're doing and want to do is security checks, especially if a seller doesn't live in the home. Let's say they live in a different state and they're selling a home. That's one thing that you know, I hope to do more of and enjoy doing Um, just to give a seller a peace of mind, you know, makes me feel really good, especially with winter coming up. There's snow removal, making sure like is snow being removed from the property when the owner isn't there. And, you know, just making sure that everything, the doors are shut and everything's locked and the windows are locked for the upcoming cold season, things like that. If I can provide that for a seller and, you know, they don't have stress about that, that just makes my job, so rewarding. So, you know, because this is a a new position, we talked about, um, working with, let's say an older, an older seller, maybe that isn't, you know, doesn't feel, you know, comfortable in their, in their house anymore because maybe they can't do the things that they used to do before. Let's say cutting the grass and, um, shoveling snow and just the upkeep of the house. And, you know, what are their options as far as assisted living or, Uh, a senior community where, you know, they just have to enjoy their life and not have to worry about any of the um, upkeep of a home. So I would like to get more involved in that and help people that are um, ready to be in a senior community find a good place, you know, what's a good fit for them. Working on that, I'm excited because I, you know, that's something that would be exciting find a future home for those people. And
1: we've been compiling a list for the last few weeks, and this came up because of an opportunity we have right mm-hmm. now where we do have an older client that said, I, I'd like to sell my house, but I have no idea where I would go. So we've started compiling a list. First, we said, wow, this would be a great concierge mm-hmm. service. So we have started compiling a list in our area of assisted care facilities and kind of just asking some questions in terms of bed availability and costs and things like that so that's something we can do to our clients is say hey we've already vetted or called on mm-hmm. your behalf not specifically but we've called the top 10 places and here's what you can expect and uh, I'm hoping too that that will be something that we can be a go-to for people
2: oh and important to note that if you know if you're a seller and you don't want to take advantage of any of the services you don't have to either it's there's no requirement it's just if if something's needed we help out and if everything if you've got everything figured out, and you know everything's good to go, then that's fine too. It's whatever works best for you.
1: Yeah, you have no idea what you're in for. Did you know that I'm going to assign the task of installing all of our for sale signs <laughs> to you?
0: Have a house to sell, but not sure who to trust when it comes to getting the best deal and leveraging the current market? Trust the experts at the Tom Didier team. With over a quarter century of selling Milwaukee, Tom and his team of real estate experts are here to ensure that you get every penny you deserve out of selling your home. No matter where you live in the dairy state, put one of Wisconsin's top real estate teams to work for you in selling your home and making the most of your real estate investment. Looking to buy a house instead? Tom and his team have you covered here as well helping you craft and perfect the offer on your dream home. Visit sellingmilwaukee.com to find out how much your home could be worth and connect with the team to make your next real estate transaction a dream. Now, back to the show.
1: Gosh, can you think of how many times we've gone to properties to pick up paint cans, Uh, leftover shingles, mm -hmm. construction equipment, all sorts of stuff gets left behind. And sometimes it's just needs to be done and again all that can be communicated sometimes a seller assumes that the new buyers want all this stuff the reality is most buyers of their new home don't want leftover paint cans they're gonna sometimes like a small can of touch-up paint that says living Mm -hmm. room or upper bedroom is fine but for the most part buyers want you to take your paint or unused paint with you so keep that in mind
2: like you said, communication is key because I remember hauling paint out of a garage or a basement, many, many cans of paint. And, you know, people just assume this is what, you know, of course they oh. want this. So, yeah, just communicate and everything can get figured out.
1: So I saw you went to Home Depot a few weeks ago and picked up a storm door. <laughs> yeah. Was that part of your concierge service? It services? actually
2: was. Yes, a, a door had to be replaced on a home that um, Kim had for sale in Cedarburg, and so took measurements and went and got the door, and house had an offer right away. So
1: You've been doing a little bit of logistical scheduling and yes. inquiring, getting bids with contractors. I suspect you'll have your top three you know, painters and your top three handymen and your top three roofers and things like yeah. that, but... We definitely plan to continue to bring you into the mix in terms of finding mm-hmm. contractors available. And, of course, the reason we need these contractors is sometimes there's a time frame between the accepted offer and closing where shit needs to get right. done. And usually, not always, usually it's the seller's responsibility to get those things done. That can all be negotiated. But I suspect you're going to get to know your contractors yeah, pretty absolutely.
2: well. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Another example of, and this has come up and most all realtors can relate to this, For FHA financing, there is a rule that says you can't have peeling Mm -hmm. paint, period. It doesn't matter if the house is 200 years old or it's two years old. If there is peeling paint on a house, the house does not qualify for FHA. The most popular example is painted wood edges around a garage door. It's called a brick mold. It's kind of like that strip piece. And it's very common for new homes to have that piece be exposed and not covered with loom I can't tell you how many times we've gone out to a house with a can of paint and scraped and painted a two-foot section around a garage door just to make sure that the property qualifies before closing. So get your paintbrush <laughs> ready.
2: As the seasons change, the needs will be different too. And I also think because you've been doing this for so long and know so many reliable people that the list of people that we work with or recommend re- recommend to the sellers is so, it's such a good list of people who we can rely on. So that part, you know, that makes it easier because, you know, like when I call so-and-so, they're going to show up for the job or they're going to be available, or if they're not available, they're going to figure something out. And so because you've earned so many, you know, or in trust of so many people and worked with so many other contractors and you Know people in the business that's just makes my job easier too.
1: I don't know if we can do an entire podcast on it, but I will say I have held the coveted real estate position in the local BNI chapter, which is Business Networking yep. International. Um, it's the largest referral and networking organization in the world. Uh, I belong to the local one, it's about 30, uh, 29 other small businesses, bu- small business owners, and there's only one of each thing. So we only have one mechanic, we have one promotional product person one commercial insurance agent, uh, one property casualty agent. We have one of everything. And yeah, those are people that we've established rapport and relationships with that we trust tremendously. And what's cool is that when we do need to engage their services, they know to jump and provide good quality, fast service. So that's actually worked out really well for our clients because I'm affiliated with 29 other small business owners that I don't have to vet. I don't have to, you know, get a bid. I don't have to Shop them against anybody. We just we just right. do it. Um, and you <laughs> have been getting to know all of our people at BNI yes, a lot lately
2: because I am an official sub for BNI. So that means if a business yeah. owner can't show up for a particular week, meetings are every Thursday morning. Then they contact me and I fill in for them. And I talk about I still talk about their business, and um, they send me a little bit of information to say. So mm-hmm. I have met. A lot of those people too, which makes, which helps me out too, because I can put a face with the name and not, you know, and I know have made connections. So subbing has really, you know, broadened my, my area, you know, there too.
1: Westport Studios, who is a member of our BNI chapter, is the producer of this podcast. He's listening right, right now. Well, not right now. <laughs> he'll be listening yep. later and he'll cut and splice mm-hmm. and he made this cool little logo Mm-hmm. See here, so it's been a great organization not only for us but Duke. for our clients, I think, as well. Duke the so, mm-hmm. one of the uh, tasks on your concierge services says, um, It says, helping with pet needs. I noticed that Duke, our dog, just walked into mm-hmm. the picture. Um, is it true that you prefer pets to people?
2: <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> I, I just really love pets, but you do oh, love I pets. I do anything with fur.
1: I don't know if you've been officially asked to walk any of the uh, pets of our clients, but I suspect in the near future you might get that request. Over the years, I can't think of how many jungle gyms I have needed to find a new home for. Um, Well, the one, remember we took one, so I took one, but... It has fallen on uh, my lap numerous times to find a home for a jungle gym. So keep that in the back of your mind. I think we're going to continue to have to find jungle gyms because they're, you know, kids outgrow them and then the sellers want nothing to do with them. And then the new buyer, depending on their age, also wants nothing to do with it. So I have cut a few up in my time and turned into firewood. Um, We've luckily repurposed most of them because this day and age, if it's a, a good structure, you can post it on Facebook and somebody will come pick it up.
2: Well, yeah, a lot of less, those but, um, are keep that in the back of your mind. Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Oh, well, yeah. Those rainbow system ones—they're crazy expensive. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, I don't think those are going to be hard to get rid of right now. All right. So recently, um, you were tasked as a concierge of getting a house ready for sale in terms of overall cleaning. Correct. What did you have
2: to do in that deal? Correct. So, the seller—it was a older couple, both passed away, and. The, their son, who lived in a different state, was taking care of the the sale of the house, and the house really needed a deep cleaning. The carpets needed to be cleaned, um, and there was just a lot of things that needed to come out of the house. Which the seller took care of on his own. He chose to do it that way, which is fine. It, but then, when everything was gone, it was very it was very dirty. So it was a you know floor to ceiling clean of every single floor and we were able to to get it looking pretty good um and get ready for sale and that was um a cedarburg listing that i think sold within a week or two so we yeah. have um access to those you know people who can you know cleaners who can do a really good job and get a home ready to sell um and that could be for anybody it could be for somebody who is currently living in their house but doesn't know where to start um you know, we can get a cleaner in and and help you out with that because those first impressions are so important when you're listing your home. And, you know, not everybody hires a professional mover to move them. They decide, you know, we're going to do it ourselves, which that's fine. And just have access to a dolly and blankets and, you know, a safe truck that is enclosed. You know, if it's raining when you're moving, it's just such a nice option for those who decide, you know, we're going to do it on our own and, and, And it's just great to have.
1: This is your first podcast. Were you nervous? Are Um, you nervous? It was
2: fun. I wasn't as nervous as I thought I'd be. I listen to podcasts a lot um, when I'm walking or in the car. So maybe that prepared me a little bit. Yeah. 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 yeah, It's very fun. Mm -hmm. It's fun.
1: Well, I'm hoping we educated some clients and. you know, told them about this new service that we provided and hope we can provide it for them, you know, in the future. Yes. So, well, thank you for being my guest. Thank you, you dear. Great. My sign off <laughs> for, it. do you want to do my sign off?
2: Oh, always, uh, always use a local lender.
1: Always use a local lender. Makes everybody's life easier. So with that being said, everyone, always use a local lender. We'll see you next time. Take care.
0: Thanks for listening to Home Selling Hero. For more, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and connect with Tom across LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. If you have a question about selling your home or buying your next one, reach out to Tom at at tomdidier.com or call or text him directly at 414-881-3290. Home Selling Hero is a production of Tom Didier Real Estate in partnership with Westport Studios. This podcast is for informational purposes only, and any information presented during the course of discussion is presented as reliable under the laws of the state of Wisconsin. Be sure to consult a local agent in order for any nuances where you may live.